Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brandon Epstein Show. Really excited to have your attention today, have you here listening to this episode. And my intention behind uh, having a podcast is really twofold. Number one, it's to track my progress as I'm working towards achieving my peak potential in growing my business and uh, becoming a boxer and uh, in uh, studying the field of peak performance and peak psychology. And so that's part of it. And the other part of it is I'm going to be, as I tell the story of what I'm doing, I'm gonna be teaching all the principles and things that I'm doing in my own life with you guys. So I think one of the best ways to improve at anything is by, of course, actually doing it, taking action, being out there in the field, doing the things necessary to um, move yourself forward. And then the second part of that is teaching. And I really enjoy teaching, I always have. And so this is a cool opportunity for me to tell my story and also teach you guys all the principles I'm using. So if you have not checked out episode one of this show, go ahead and check that out whenever you get a free moment. It's less than 20 minutes. And basically episode one just talks about my life story. It says, you know, in short, how did I go from um, being a, being a, a baby to being a 27-year-old adult, adult with uh, a, um, a company that he's running. I don't know why I'm talking about myself in third person, but having a company that is uh, now doing very well in the Jump Rope Dudes and also you know, pursuing the field of sports psychology and understanding the principles and the different things necessary to implement into your life to perform your best. And that's something that I've been interested in, in a really, for a really long time. Uh, if you already saw, heard, saw or heard episode one because it's on YouTube and also available via the podcast, um, you know about this story. So I'm not gonna talk about my story that much today. I just wanna kinda get into where I'm at now. And where I'm at now is this is week two of doing this show. And I am actually visiting my family up in Oregon right now beautiful Pacific Northwest, getting some some good family time in and reflecting and getting some time away from my normal routine of just grinding it out in Los Angeles, California. And so right there, like there's a big reason I do this. Of course, like I want to spend quality time with family, but I also believe in doing everything in in sprints and then uh, these follow the sprints with durations of rest and recovery. And so when I'm in LA and I'm getting after it, that's like a sprint, right? I'm, I'm fully focused, intentional about what I'm doing. I'm getting after it. And then when I come up and I visit family, um, you know, I'm taking the foot off the pedal a little bit and giving myself an opportunity to just think and not have as many expectations on myself, not as, have as many tasks in front of me, but instead have more space to just be, just be myself and see, uh, you know, what kind of aha moments float into my mind. So. That's where I'm at right now. And where I'm at right now in regards to the journey and the business and everything else I'm working on, um, I'm gonna share that now too. This is cool. For me, like in the past, I've actually done a podcast before. I did one, I believe I launched it back in 2013. And 2013, 2014, it was called the Entrepreneur Fitness Podcast. And when I launched that show, I actually had a lot of success. We got it ranked in the top 10 for health podcasts. Uh, it was on New and Noteworthy. Really cool stuff. But when I was trying to launch that podcast, I was also really working hard on the monetization. You know, I didn't really have my income figured out yet. So I sometimes 
you know, was not in the most optimal mental state to make content like I wanted to. And although I think a lot of people really enjoyed the content I put out, sometimes um, it was coming from a place of, of fear and, um, and not fully arriving yet. And I don't think we ever fully, fully arrived. But at this point, I've got some more things figured out. And I guess I have less of a feeling of this imposter syndrome, if you've heard of that before. Before I had like a successful business and you know had the monetary things figured out and you know really started to achieve across the across the board, I had a little bit of that imposter syndrome of like, ah, do I want to give advice right now? Because am I, am I there yet? Am I on that level where I deserve to be, you know, giving people advice on what to do? And so now it's fun revisiting this because I feel a little more confident. And, I think more so than give you advice, I'm just gonna tell you what I'm doing personally instead of giving you advice so you can you know, see what I'm doing and then pick and choose what things you think might help you so you can implement them into your own life because I don't know your circumstances. I don't know what responsibilities you have, what time constraints you have. So maybe you can't do everything that I do. Uh, maybe you don't want to. Maybe you don't have goals that are ambi as ambitious as mine or maybe your goals are more ambitious than mine. So you may have to adjust along the way. But what I will do is just tell you what I'm doing and hopefully that that's helpful for you. You're able to learn from someone who has grown a, a decent audience on the internet with millions of people watching the, the content that I put out. And maybe there will be some things that I say that you're like, ah, and you have an aha moment. And you're able to bring it back and apply it to whatever it is you're working on yourself, whether that's um, athletic endeavors, becoming a better athlete, better husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, business owner, employee, employer, whatever that might be. So, okay, starting to ramble now. So I wanna check in, like I said. So right now, I'm just gonna run through really what happened last week. And last week I launched the YouTube channel for my personal channel. And within the first day or so, I got about 130 subscribers on YouTube. And that was awesome. Super pumped for everyone who came aboard. Uh, the video now, it's been out like three or four days, has over 600 views, so that's huge because when I first started Jump Rub Dudes, which was formerly Zendu Fitness with my uh, business partner, Dan, I mean, it would take, <laughs> the first like year, our videos were getting less than like 600 views. So it's insane to release a video and, and see that kind of engagement, it's really cool. But at the same time, it's like I am starting from kind of the bottom again. You know, like on our Jump Rope Dudes channel, we're up to 210,000 YouTube subscribers on there. And so whenever we release a video, of course, we get hundreds of comments and likes and, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of views uh, if it's a good video. And so, you know, I'm living in that reality now and now I'm kind of starting from the bottom again. Not that I have any problem with that, but it's, it's a cool experience to have to have the success on one end um, with my main YouTube channel and the company that I'm running, but at the same time have this other duality where um, I'm starting from nothing again with my personal channel. So it's cool, it's challenging, it's gonna be a journey, but the cool thing about this new channel is that I'm not putting big expectations on myself. Like I'm not gonna start selling you guys a bunch of things or uh, doing anything out of scarcity or fear it's more so like hey i want to do this if you think this is helpful you think this is cool 
awesome. Please join the community. Let's jam. You know, message me um, on the YouTube video via Instagram, and we'll have conversations. But there's no um, there's no urgency around this process because jump rope dudes is kind of my main income, and this uh, podcast, this show, this um, new brand that I'm doing with my under my personal name is just something that um, I'm playing the long game for. You know, like this is the channel's name is Brandon Epstein. This is a Brandon Epstein show. So this is going to be something that hopefully I have around for decades. I mean, I don't know what podcasts are going to look like in 2050, but it'd be pretty sweet to have this story start now and, and be able to stick with this, uh, you know, over the years, have decades go by of all these archive episodes. It's really exciting. All this stuff is still in its infancy. So that's, that's another reason why I'm doing it is I want the I want the whole story to be recorded because right now I have a feeling that uh, we're about to make some big breakthroughs in our main business and I also think that if I continue to put out good content on this personal brand I'm going to see some traction here as well and so I was like why not just tell the whole story because usually what all we see in the media is the highlight reel we see people after they've already found success so I'm going to tell you the story now starting from from nothing especially with this personal channel to wherever it goes. All right. So with that being said, I wanted to talk about some of the show principles. Uh, this is up on the YouTube channel. If you check that out, uh, there's a, a banner on that channel that says focus, intention, action. And so those are just some of the principles that I have for myself and I have for people who want to watch this show and follow along with what I'm doing and hopefully take some, some of this information back and apply it to their own life. And Focus, intention, action comes from, I think it's so important to have really good clarity around what it is that you are trying to do. Like most people walk around and they have like, you know, they say they want to make a certain amount of money or have a certain relationship or have achieve something great, but they don't know what it is. And so the first step is just getting focused. It's like, even if you're not committing for the rest of your life, can you commit to something in a very focused niche for the next couple of years. If you can do that, then this show and everything that I'm gonna be putting out is gonna be so much more useful for you. Because if you listen to this all the time, like I'm gonna give you tactics, but tactics aren't really helpful if you're, you're not taking these tactics and applying them with consistent action in a focused area or a focused way. If you're just, like you need something to focus on if you're gonna move anything forward, right? If you're putting a little energy in a bunch of different areas, it's going to be hard to succeed. And to be honest, that's where I struggled the most earlier in my entrepreneurial career. Like, uh, like I said, my story, like I had five or six companies going at one point and like none of them were making money because I didn't have that focus. And once I started just focusing on jump rope dudes and just focusing on teaching jump rope, making it the most entertaining, awesome content I could possibly produce, especially on the YouTube channel. Then after you know a year and a half or so, that's when we started to see traction and start and things have just built. It's exponential as we continue to put more focus action in that area. So my focus there allowed me to win. And I think the focus that I'm putting forward on this show in the of the topic around you know sports sports psychology and peak performance, that focus is also going to allow this show and this movement to grow as well. So for you, figure out what it is you want to focus on. What do you want to take all these tactics and 
mindset advice and how do you want to apply it? Like what very narrow niche? You don't have to figure this out right now, but maybe just do a you know, 15 minute meditation at some point, like put it on your to-do list just to open your mind and think to yourself, hmm, if I could focus on one thing for the next two years, what would I have the most fun doing? Because it's gotta be enjoyable, otherwise you're not gonna stick with it. And I want you to think about what that is for you. Figure that out. So once you have that figured out, we can talk about the second principle, which is intention. And it's funny too, I'm reading through these, I'm like, I came up with focus, intention, action, kind of off the top of my head, because it, it's something I apply in my own life. This may change over time, and that's cool too. I'm, I'm okay with um, not having anything be concrete right now, because I'm really just starting this episode too. So with that being said, once you have something to focus on, and you start to decide that this is the area you want to invest your time into, then it's time to get intentional. And by intentional, I mean like, you don't just take action on like a certain niche or area or thing that you want to do. You want to take, you want to get intentional about what that action is going to be. And so uh, I have this tattoo in my hand. It says Ostinato Rigore. And it was Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci's like motto for life. And it essentially means like uh, stubborn rigor or relentless application of work ethic and being absolutely relentless with doing something really well. And so my other company, uh, jump rope dudes, our slogan is do the thing. And this is kind of saying when you're intentional, you're doing the thing with intention and well. So you're not just taking any action, you're taking intentional action. You're deciding exactly what it is that's a must do to move whatever you're working on forward. And you're doing that thing more than anything else. You're not just picking the, th the first thing that comes up that's like, okay, yeah, I could do this first. It's like, no, you, you're making a list of all the things you possibly could do and thinking what is going to bring me the absolute highest return on my investment. So when I put my energy into this, what's gonna bring me the most back? So that's what you wanna think about when you're getting intentional. And you'll get better and better at being intentional as time goes by, because it's just a practice. It's learning, your, it's learning yourself, it's learning your niche, whatever you're doing. Your actions will become more intentional as you get more experience. So don't stress about this too much, just do the best you can and try to really ask yourself like what could be the best action that I'm gonna be taking. Let's get intentional about doing it. And so yeah, the, th the step number three is uh, just take that action, right? Do the thing. Most people get analysis paralysis and they, they build something up in their minds as so, so scary of like, oh yeah, I would love to do that, but like what would happen if that happened? Or what happened if I fail? It's like, ah, don't, don't play in the what if game. Just do the thing, just take action. Because once you start to take consi consistent action, a lot of your questions in your mind are gonna be answered. It's like, will this work? Well, after focusing on something for a couple of years, like you'll know if it works or not. So if you, if you like doing something, you might as well put that consistent action in to find out if you have a shot at it, see if you are good at it, and it will become clear over time. So focus, intention, action. Now, the hashtag that I'm using on the show is hashtag stacking bricks. Uh, I talked about this at the end of the first episode and I wanna bring it up again so you know why I'm always saying it. It's because I really think that it's so important to put absolute all of your energy into the one thing that is in front of you right now. And for two reasons, one reason being like when you put all your intention into the thing that's in front of you, of course you're gonna do it best. 
But the second reason is, as human beings, we're just the happiest in the present moment. Like if you are trying to do something, you're always thinking about, oh, what happened in the past? Or, oh, well, what's gonna happen in the future? Then you're gonna be giving yourself anxiety and stress because anxiety and stress don't live in the present moment. So the reason why we're stacking bricks and we're doing it one brick at a time until we build the wall, we build a house, whatever it is that you, your ambition is, is because number one, whatever you do in that moment will be the best you can do so you're laying the absolute best, most perfect brick you can, and you're gonna be so immersed in the process that you're gonna enjoy it. You're not gonna stress about you know what, what's happened in the past. You're not gonna get anxious about all the other bricks you have to stack in the future. You're just gonna be here now. So this is like a formula for being happy and productive. So hashtag stacking bricks. That's why I love that so much. And a little backstory on like where this came from initially. I'm going to give this 100% to uh, Will Smith. When I first started my entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial journey, um, I guess it was about five or six years ago now, I used to listen to this Will Smith motivational uh, video where he would talk about like how his dad used to have him build a wall and he's just like, all, my focus is on building this wall and just stacking this one brick as perfectly as this brick can be stacked. And that really stuck with me so much. And so hence, it stuck with me so much that now uh, I'm using it as my hashtag. So Will, if you ever stumble upon this show, appreciate you, man. You had a big impact in my life. Um, I think many people's lives happy. He's just a happy, motivational dude. So anyhow, moving on. So we got the show principles down. We got stacking bricks and now I wanted to share with you something I've been playing around with in my mind a little bit. Um, as you'll find out if you watch the YouTube video for episode two on the YouTube channel, you'll see that not only am I practicing all this peak performance stuff in my own life, but I'm also uh, beginning to work with athletes. I'm working with uh, one of my good friends, Shane, who is a professional boxer. And I think about you know what principles, what kind of principles and what peak performance formula could I kind of put together for this guy to always think about to make sure he knows he's in alignment with performing his best. So what I've come up with so far is a seven step formula. Again, I don't know if this is going to be my formula forever for peak performance, but this is something that has worked well for me. I've seen it work well with uh, a lot of athletes and entrepreneurs and just people who are achieving, you know, going after their goals. I've seen it work well for them, so I thought I'd share it with you guys now. So step one is set clear objective goals. Um, if you want to achieve something, you have to be very objective about like, am I, am I here? Did I do it or did I not do it? And so like, for example, for, for me, those goals actually usually aren't always outcome based. It's not like I'm like, hey, I want to get a thousand people to listen to this podcast episode. It's more like the goal is to release the podcast episode by this Friday. And if I achieve that goal, hashtag second bricks, then I've done my part. But that's a very clear objective goal. I can either do it or not do it. So step one, when you're trying to perform your best is getting very clear on an objective goal that you can measure and uh, setting it and having it clearly outlined ahead of time. All right, so once you have your goal set, 
step two is taking consistent action in alignment with whatever that goal is. So if you, uh, let's go back to this podcast. You know, it's, it's easy for me to just give you the metaphor of what I'm working on right now. So let's say um, my goal is to get this podcast out every Friday. Then my consistent action in alignment with the goals is going to be like, all right, well, you know, maybe the consistent action is every Monday at 2 p.m. I sit down at my desk and I record an episode. And there you go. Um, and also, just to give you guys a frame of reference, my goal is to bring on a lot of high-level sports psychologists, people in this field to teach you guys. But this is the game. I'm going to tell you right now. You can't. I could go and knock on a ton of doors and be like, hey, will you come to my show right now? But a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, your show just started. Let's you know, come back to me once it has some more momentum built, some more listenership. And so there wouldn't really be, it wouldn't serve me right now to go after all these people. So it's easier to start with myself. And then I do have relationships in the field of sports psychology. So I'll, I'll start to interview them and I can kind of leverage those interviews to getting higher and higher level people. So that is my goal. So you have a frame of reference. But the way I take consistent action is doing what I can control, right? I can't control whether people want to be interviewed by me. I can't control sitting down at my desk 2 p.m. on Mondays and getting at least something out for you guys to listen to. So there's that. Step two, take consistent action in alignment with your goals. Uh, step three, track your progress to measure results. So what I do is I would set up a spreadsheet, right? And I would look and see, okay, week one, did I get an episode out? Week two, did I get an episode out? And very objective, I could go by from week to week and I could be like, okay, am I getting the episodes out like I said I wanted to? Yes or no? There's no gray area. It's like you either do the thing or you don't. And it's good to track these things because then you can say, okay, well, objectively, it's been two years of making an episode every week. Um, do people not like the show? Or maybe people like the show? Like you can at least like see all that consistent action and then decide where you want to pivot from there or, or change things. But unless you're documenting what's working and what's not working, uh, it's going to be hard to, to decide what way to, to pivot because you won't have any data. So that's why, yeah, step one is set that goal, understand what you want to do. Step two is take action within that goal. But step three is track and me track your progress so you can measure the results that you are or are not getting. That is a huge step that I think so many people miss. They know they want to achieve something, but you know, days, weeks, months, years go by and they're not achieving it and they don't know why. And they're not able to track and be like, oh, yeah, it's because, like, I missed three episodes in a row here. Like, my, my listenership, like, my, the people who listen to me maybe are like, oh, is this guy, like, not doing episodes anymore? Like, that's how you lost your audience, you know? Like, there's so many variables that go in. But track your progress. Whatever it is that you want to do, it will be easier to achieve your goals. I actually do daily tracking for everything in my life. Uh, I can talk about that in another podcast episode if you guys want. Definitely shoot me a, a tweet or an Instagram direct message. If there's ever topics you want me to cover specifically, Brandon T. Epstein on all the social. Um, but I'm gonna move forward for now. So step four is visualize your success daily. So really close your eyes, take deep breaths, go into a meditative state, and see yourself achieving what it is that you set out for yourself, right? If you have a goal, watch yourself doing it, feel as if, as if it's already real. Like smell it, taste it, see it, hear it. Experience it with all your senses and feel it as if it's real. 
And then another cool exercise to extend from there is to actually zoom out of yourself as if you're standing there in third person. And you can even ask the question like, oh wow, like so who is this guy who or this girl who's built this very popular thing that you're working on or has achieved certain success, like the boxers I'm working with, like I, I will tell them, okay, well, look at yourself when you were the world champ and describe all the characteristics you have as the world champ and what kind of person did you have to become to become the world champ. And from there, you can start to reverse engineer all the, the other actions you may have to take because you get more clarity around what you need to be doing now once you see what the version of yourself looks like when you're the champ. So cool exercise, but visualization is huge, right? It, it gives you that real kinesthetic feeling of like, yes, I'm here and this is possible and I can achieve this. So I definitely recommend that. Once you got that, step five, and this is stuff that you should be doing on a weekly basis. A lot of it you can check in on a daily basis, honestly, and make sure every day you're doing this. So moving on, step five is prioritize your health. I don't know if you've ever been sick, but if you have, you probably, <laughs> that's, a, that's a dumb thing to say, of course you've been sick. So whenever, <laughs> whenever you have like a bad flu or a cold, or maybe you had something a lot more serious, like you can't, you have a really hard time being present and performing your best because the thing that is filtering your entire world is this feeling of being sick and not feeling good or feeling injured. So whether you're an athlete, prioritize your health, make sure you're doing all the rehab and active recovery you have to do and injury prevention, make sure you can perform your best. If you're just a person who's doing other things that aren't quite as physical, make sure that you're getting enough sleep, you're drinking enough water, you are eating a whole foods diet, you're moving your body every day, like all these things. And of course, like, Given my other company, Jump Rope Dudes, I'm, I'm really passionate about the health stuff, but I will just make it brief right now and say step five, make sure you're prioritizing your health because without your health, you really have nothing. All right, step six is trust the process without rushing. I re whether you're religious or not, I really <laughs> appreciated Drake's most recent song, God's Plan, because what he's saying is you can say God or universe or whatever it is that you believe in. Just understand that you aren't really fully in control, right? This is a weird consciousness universe that we live in and no one really knows why we're here. All what we do know is that if we take focus, consistent action in one area, we can start to make progress in the direction that we wanna go. We're not in control of everything, but we are, in, in con we are able to not control, but influence the outcomes of our life. So if you can influence the outcomes of your life, that is like the best you can ever hope to do. And so that's why if you're doing steps one through five, and then also seven, well, step six, trust the process without rushing is just like, hey, God's plan. I'm not in control. I'm gonna do the best I can. And I'm not gonna try to rush things. You know, trust your intuition, trust your gut, and just trust the process. Understand that all the goals, all the things that you want to create, they're not going to happen overnight. So trust the process. Do the thing you have to do today. Stack that one brick. And don't worry about rushing in and getting to the next one. Stack the brick today. And then you can worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. But today, stack that one brick. And then step number seven is never give up. I think, man, so many people could do such incredible things if they just decided not to give up. But I think so, so many of us get discouraged by not having success in the first weeks, months, or even year, or more than a year of trying to do something that they give up. 
And my, you know, my encouragement to you is that you, you don't give up, that you decide that this thing that you've committed yourself to, this thing that you've set objective goals um, towards, like you, you see it through all the way because you don't really know what your potential is and what's possible until you keep going with it. Uh, if we would have given up on doing our Jump Rope Dudes channel after a year when, you know, no one was still really watching our videos, like, well, we would have never created such an incredible community of people and an incredible movement around the world with millions of people getting involved. And we just, you don't know until you, you stay consistent long enough. So moral of the story, never give up. If you want something bad enough, commit to it fully. Now, I don't want to um, ramble too much in this episode. I've already talked for almost 30 minutes. Um, hopefully, this has been a good investment in your time. Hopefully, you can take some of the principles that I talked about. This talk, You can take this peak performance formula and you can apply it to things in your own life and take some positive action. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. If this was helpful, of course, the number one thing you can do is just subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this on and then leave me a review. If you um, are on an iPhone or an Apple product, leaving a review in the iTunes store is like the number one way to help this show grow. So if you uh, wanna pay it forward, that would mean the world to me if you could leave a review. Thanks so much for listening. And I will talk to you on the next episode of The Brandon Epstein Show.